Hello, and welcome back to Love Your Van Life Podcast, where we are always on the road and somewhere new, where there's dogs barking, cars honking, and maybe some people talking in the background. But that's why this is what it is. It is a raw inspiration that is meant to get you to feed that passion of yours that wants to get you on the move. And when you're always on the move, your environment is inconsistent. <laughs> There's reasons why the date of my last episode and today's episode are so spread apart. But I'm about to touch on that while also having a very special gift that has a niche or niche tomato tomato whatever that is specifically for the majority of people that tune in to this podcast love your van life podcast which translates into just love your freaking life whether you're in a van a car an rv a truck camper a plane or a house that you've dreamt about your whole life so let's get to it today's gift is Phoebe. She is a 23-year-old full-time traveler and digital nomad from the UK. After working as a ballet teacher all her life, along with extra jobs like waitressing and au pairing, which I would actually really love to do, she always believed there was so much more out there to learn and experience. She hustled her way through several online opportunities before finding her success in high-ticket affiliate marketing. Then, she bought a one-way ticket at age 21 to tour across New Zealand, which is like one of the top countries I want to visit, in a van nonetheless, with my dream life girl. She's currently exploring Argentina and coaching other young travel lovers who feel underqualified or inexperienced, <coughs> like me, <coughs> how to follow in her footsteps and build a wealthy, freedom-based income, totally from scratch, all from a laptop, to fund this travel dream that me and her both share. Okay, I hope you're excited because I'm also excited to hear what she has to say. Once again, welcome back to Love Your Van Life Podcast. This is your host, Madison Monroe Curtis, and I'm so excited for the time that you are giving to me today. And not just me, but yourself, because my one goal is to get you to a place where you can confidently and bravely love yourself and eventually love the life that you choose to live day in and day out, despite the storm that we will go through. Well, hello, Phoebe. Uh, How are you today? How's it going? I'm really good. I'm kind of just waking up on this end of the world. I'm good. But... It's about 2 p.m. Okay. I'm so glad that we're getting to talk today. Yeah, me too. I have a load of really valuable ideas that um, I have shared with Well, I'm so grateful that you reached out to me and that you're willing to share it to whoever's going to end up listening to this and that I'll be able to share it forever. Keep up with me about the connection. Sometimes yours cuts out, but I can still understand what you're saying. Okay. I'm going to move. Do I sound okay? Am I coming through? You sound perfect to my end. Oh. Yeah, sometimes okay. the internet's just not very good in this area. Well, it's fine. This is helping uh, me. I haven't done this in a while. I've been trying to get back in the groove, which I can share more on later. But uh, it's nice to hear how human you are. So, you are currently in Argentina. That's right. Yeah, I'm from England, but I've been traveling full-time for two years. So, I was around New Zealand first for a little over a year, and now I'm in Argentina. And then when you were in New Zealand, you were in a van, correct? That's right. Oh, what an epic way of living. I definitely plan on getting back into it in Europe. I'm not in one right now, but it's definitely going to be in my plan because it's an experience that changed my life. <laughs> well, you know I'm a fan of van life, for sure, always. I will. I can never 
imagine not living in something with four wheels at least, but a van I'm definitely biased for because it's you just literally pick up and go. I, my partner has an RV, and that's what I'm sitting in right now, and it's so nice and so big, has a fireplace, but I don't know. There's something extra special about a van life because when you're forced to be simplified and minimalistic, you I think your opportunities for creative and, and grow, forcing yourself to get out there more, is just an everyday thing. Sure, it was the growth for me as well. And also that, that feeling of waking up and going or always being so close to nature. Like, yeah, it was a really wonderful lifestyle. Oh, my gosh. I forgot what it was like to brush your teeth in front of a mirror for so long. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Well, what are you currently uh, living in or at in Argentina? Well, Argentina, I'm not going to be for few months with the plan. It's actually where my partner is from. So he came initially to visit his family. Um, at the minute, we're staying in his family's house. We've also been staying in Airbnb and hotels and just to kind of pay it by ear. We really go with the flow kind of people. Like, we'll just pay for somewhere to sleep wherever we end up as we travel. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. I'm ironically also visiting my partner's we're visiting his family, um, and we're parked no in the R- we parked the RV outside his family's house. But last week we were in Mississippi. We're in Colorado today. We're going to be in North Dakota next week, and then Mississippi for Christmas. So you, I mean, that's kind of the nomad lifestyle, right? You never really know where you're going to be next month, let alone maybe tomorrow night or tonight. But the point is, like, you just know it's going to work out because whether you have a partner or you're alone, like you were in New Zealand, it. Like, it's kind of exciting to figure it out last minute or um, be have that creative freedom to stay on a friend's couch or stay in a new Airbnb or have to put up a tent. And that, that's the adventure of it and that's the growth of it, constantly adapting and figuring out what you're going to do next. And you just trust that wherever you are is where you're supposed to be. And it's such an adventure, man. And um, you mentioned uh, y'all were spending money on places to stay here and there. We talked about van life and how, yes, it costs money to get started with that, uh, but the money that you spend on the road can be much more minimal than the amount of money it takes to fund a full-time apartment or full-time house. And you are here to share about a business you've created to help make that full-time travel life possible from your own laptop or phone? Exactly that. And not just my personal business, but... All in all, eight ways that absolutely anyone could start a digital nomad lifestyle from scratch, from the beginning. Because my biggest passion here is that we aren't taught how to create passive income or how to make money online or how to live a lifestyle of freedom. We're taught the opposite. We're taught how to study and get a job for someone else and to pretty much get a house, stay in one place. So it's my biggest passion to share ways that people can come from absolutely nowhere. You can come from no experience, no qualifications, and you can build a lifestyle of freedom just using your phone or your laptop. The internet has become a really wonderful and accessible thing for people that want this freedom lifestyle. So let's definitely get into some really good ideas that people could start today from scratch. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited and I believe in this word called synchronicity, um, you know, when things just keep aligning, you don't really know why for a while, you're just stuck and you ran out of ideas, but for some reason the universe, God, seems to be signed. I've been spending all of my time on LinkedIn. It's my new Facebook because I'm desperately trying to find remote work because I'm not in one place long enough to go to a building. Um, the last three months up until the last few weeks, my, I had this throat issue where I couldn't really speak. Um, it hurt to swallow. Uh, I thought it was strep throat, um, all these things. I went to a few hospitals, all these clinics. Um, I'm in the middle of doing some health stuff, figuring out more about it. But the, I went to the doctor a week ago, and they think it might be GERD, which is a heartburn condition, and the acid can move up to your throat. Um, and cause damage to your esophagus, yada, yada. But I haven't even been able to record an episode for months because I couldn't even talk. And I was like, is this a sign oh, that I did too much? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a nice break because I got to um, 
I was forced to absorb more than I was able to just talk, talk, talk. So it, I learned a lot. But like I said, I've been spending a lot of time looking for remote work, and I've just hit constant dead ends. I'm not giving up, but I was really excited when you reached out specifically to talk about remote work and how to do it while we travel, because we definitely have so much in common, so many uh, belief systems. Like you, when you reached out to me, you said, our problem is that we aren't given the tools and knowledge to create that life that we can achieve. And my gosh, amen. That is so true. Like you said, we're not. We're taught to have this box life and um, to be in debt. Like that, we're taught that debt is normal. Mm. Absolutely. And um, I think it cut out. You said (laughs) eight, right? You have eight rules. We do. We have eight different methods that we're going to share today. Okay. Well, if you want to, you want to dive in and start. I cannot wait to hear about them. Right. Let's do it. So I've got about. Five or six, which I'm going to begin with, that are more kind of traditional way of earning where you're still trading your time for money. So you're still getting paid like an hourly rate, you know, like a set figure. But then I do also have a couple of examples at the end of passive income methods and ways that you can make money work for you while you're traveling. It's a perfect nomad income rather than depending on spending time doing something, right? So... The first one that I've got for regular paid work income would be in languages. So you could be teaching your native language or being a translator. And I've had some experience teaching English classes online. There are plenty of websites out there that just require native speakers. And all you need is a laptop and internet for it. So some good sites for people to look up would be Putty, Italki, Verbal Planet, Cambly, and My Lingo Trip. Now, those ones, they don't require any qualifications. Most of those ones, you also set your own rate, so you can choose how much to charge people for your hourly classes. A couple of other sites for teaching languages online would be Verbling and Lingoda and Viveling, Live Lingua. Those ones require some more basic, like, couple, um qualifications and things. But it's definitely a good starting point if you feel like you really don't have any knowledge whatsoever. But, you know, you speak a language, so why not teach that language? Well, that's really cool. And um, you can do any of those sites, or at least most of them, from anywhere in the world? Exactly. Total global platform. That is incredible. And I haven't really heard of any that you could set your own rates or that it came with that much freedom. I tried to do a route like that where um, I think it was a, a... company based out of China, but it was, you had to wake up, you know, only at three or four in the morning, and they actually have a really um, hard uh, application process, and you might even have to have a degree, so it ended up not working out due to different time conflicts and whatnot, but I'm definitely going to have to check these out. Is there any way you could send me these later, and I could put them in the bio of our podcast? Yeah, of course I can. The ones I'd probably recommend most then to avoid the situation that you had would be Preply and Cambly. Cambly is one that I use personally and I've used it for a while because you set your hours and you get calls in those hours from anywhere around the world and you literally just have conversational English. So it was quite a, that one was a low rate per hour, but it was something. Like it was really easy money. I was just talking to people and there was no requirements. It was an easy process. So. That would be my biggest recommendation for teaching, for sure. Okay, amazing. And while we're on languages, do you happen to speak another language? Well, my boyfriend is from Argentina, so as I've come to Argentina, I have been trying to learn Spanish while I've been here. It's been a slow process. I'm finding it difficult, but it's also super fun. Like, anything learning and growing my knowledge on something is is a great asset to have. That well, that's amazing, and I personally am in love with Spanish. Uh, I should be fluent. I am definitely not. I'm fluent in Spanglish, and uh, I think it's really important when um we just look at things, especially when it comes to learning and things that are challenging, from a positive standpoint. If you look at learning a language like, oh, it's so hard. I wish I had learned this when I was a baby. I don't think I'll ever really be that good. It's always going to sound not like it should. Well, then, no, you're not really going to pick up that much because you're going to constantly build walls in your brain. But if you look at it like, oh, this is so fun, and wow, I can communicate now with this whole new group of people, 
especially when it's with your partner, y'all can make it even more fun. So I love that he's getting to grow you in that way. Is he fluent in English too? He is completely fluent in English, yeah. Thank you. That's not fair. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Um, Okay, what is number two? Number two. So moving on from teaching, you could actually teach anything. So I have quite a few friends that I've met around the globe who have been teaching and teaching their own skills. So if you've got a skill in something, just teach it. It could be like online yoga classes. It could be if you're a tradesman and you know all these great trade jobs to have, you could set up your own page website subscription process where you just sell your own classes. I was considering to do this with dancing. So I'm originally a dance teacher. That's all I'm qualified to do is teach ballet. Um, <laughs> and since I quit that back in England to pursue my travel dream, I was considering, hmm, maybe I could set up some kind of virtual online dance classes. I never pursued it in the end for reasons I'll mention later with other methods that I found. But if you're really passionate about your skill, teach it. You can set your own rate. You can do what you love. But the negative I might think to this option is that it could be difficult to find the client to get a regular income. Okay. Well, thank you so much for, you know, spitting out the reality of um, some of these outlets too because um, that way people can't really as easily talk themselves out of it because you're being so straight with us. Now, you said... Uh, ballet was one of the few call- things you were qualified to teach. Ballet is super dope. I wish I could stand on my toes. <laughs> I don't know if that's all you, uh, if all ballet people can stand on their toes, but it's truly an art. It's one of my favorite shows I found on Netflix of, um, the European ballet dramas, you know, and it, they're just so impressive with what y'all can do with your body. Do you have to have a, um, what is that? What is that word? Okay. Certificate. Do you have to be certif- professionally certified? Of in whatever you're teaching? So in terms of dance? Dance, yoga, photography, do you have to have some sort of proof that you paid for a sheet of paper, you know, like a degree in really? that field? Yeah. I guess it would be helpful, but the truth is you can do anything online these days. Like, <laughs> when you market yourself online, as long as you market yourself in a good way, maybe that's a good skill to learn online as well then you can sell whatever it is that you have, whether that's a skill or a possession. Like, people are not going to ask to see certification for it, you know. So um, it's totally possible. Just learn how to market yourself, how to create a subscription-based platform, and you'll be absolutely good to go. Okay, cool. Thank you. I'm, I'm taking notes. Sure. <laughs> Wicked. So my number three would be going on to freelancing. So you could, moving on with the skills, you could maintain those skills that you're using maybe in your current job right now, especially if it's something that you love. And instead, you could just offer them remotely. So maybe you're really good at designing logos. Maybe you're in some kind of designing or maybe you're in accounting. But anything that you could sell as a service, you can just sell that online. You can use sites such as Upwork and Fiverr and SolidJig and FlexJobs. These are some great services where you just what you can do. So I have experience in this one as well. I was actually in proofreading, really different to dancing, but I was also really passionate about English literature and writing. So what I did was get a really quick and easy qualification online by following the course, and I just sold my services as a proofreader for authors and writers where I edit their work. So that was also a fun one. Um, a good thing about this would be that you're using your skills, you get to set your rate again, choose how much you want to charge. However, those sites that I mentioned, they usually take a fee. So um, consider that they will take a little bit of what you do charge. And also, you need a skill. So if you don't feel like you're skilled in this one, then this is probably not the way to do it. <laughs> um, it's still a good option. Okay, um, I, my last job that I left in Mississippi was bartending. Now, I know that there's a lot of people already out there, um, teaching people how to make drinks visually or just by sharing their recipes. But that is kind of encouraging because that's something so simple and it has been done. But I could have fun with it, um, as far, and as well as many other things, but that's just the last skill I professionally got paid to do. How do you, talk yourself into doing something that's already been done a lot of times from others. 
you've got to find a niche about it. So you've got to find some way that you can make it the tiniest bit different to whatever everyone else is offering. This is a great um, marketing strategy is when you search for other companies or groups of people that are offering the same services as you, do some research on them, read what their like sales page, the way that they talk about themselves, the way that it's written, and see what they're missing. What are they not doing? What are they not offering? And that's what you can add to yourself. So I do recommend to search other people in the field that you're trying to get into and try your best to find a little something that can make you different. It could just be like a, a personality trait that you have, or it could be a hobby that you have, just something that would let you connect with other people in a way that others can't. Okay, well, that's encouraging. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Number four for ideas is content creation. I have stumbled across so many travelers recently that are in content creation. It seems to be a quite a lucrative and good opportunity right now. So if you're a creative person and you love writing and you can create content for other people and other brands. I think a good thing about this would be it's really good money. I've heard that you can charge quite a lot for this kind of thing. But a negative could be that you often need previous experience. So from what I was talking about with other travelers, they said it's quite difficult to get into from the beginning. So if you're already a little bit experienced or have a big passion for creative things, then you should absolutely give this a go and research and see what you need. Everything's online for you. Um, but yeah, not one that I know much about. It's one that I haven't tried myself. No, when you have a good option. Creating, do you mean um like blog, YouTube, um that kind of stuff? Exactly, yeah. And I think the most um, popular one right now would be things like on Instagram, like social media managers and content creators, they're creating these logos or pictures or captions or copy and text or advertisements or just a post and stories that you can do the creative part of a brand and make things for them. Okay, yeah, and I have tried. That's something I definitely also know that there is so much money in that and believe in it, but it's hard to figure out how to do it authentically. I know every time I start to spend some serious time on Instagram, I start getting more and more of those, you know, those um, spam messages uh, about, like, if you pay this much money, we get this many thousands of followers. I'm like, I don't uh, want to yeah. pay. I will not pay for followers. I want to reach real people, and I might do it at a snail speed, but that's the beauty in it. Um, you, you, If you anything that you pay money for when you can get it authentically, then I feel like it can make us lazy. Uh, it can, it's just some, it's feeding the part of us that we shouldn't grow. I totally agree with that. I mean, there are times and places where paying for things in terms of investing in things, like investing in your knowledge, investing in your growth, that's okay. But when it's, like said, you're kind of doing things just to get a shortcut, like buy followers, perfect example, it's not authentic, you're right, and it's not even going to benefit you because if you're trying to monetize your social media, if you've bought the followers, they aren't authentic accounts that are active, so it's completely useless anyway. That's true, because yeah, they normally, if they're even real people, they won't stay for long. Um, now, you, speaking of followers, how did how did you find me? Oh, how did I find you? You came up on a suggested account, I believe. On Instagram? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I wish I had found you. I love, I love all of the pictures and captions you post. I feel like I'm on your adventures, and your stories have just been fueling my entire week and inspiring me. Anytime <laughs> I was, like, just exhausted from applying at these jobs, you wrote about something inspirational. I just love everything that you've had to say so far. So thank you for sharing. I know that takes so much time. Every post, every time you write out things, um, add words, and I just really appreciate you sharing your life so authentically. You're so sweet. That means the world, though, because I've discovered on this journey that teaching and coaching people and sharing these ideas motivates them to live a life of what they dream of better than what they think is all they can have right now. Like, that's, that's fulfilling to know that I'm changing some people's uh, path 
in people's life journeys, you know, and getting them out of this trapped employment environment and more into a freedom-based one. So that's definitely what I'm doing right now. <laughs> well, um, and, and that's what I choose to spend my time on. You're so good at it, and, and that's 100% my most passionate thing as well. I just haven't, I mean, besides talking to people authentically, I don't know, I haven't found that niche of how to harness that passion and make it consistently progressive to other people. But uh, you're super encouraging and motivating, and I think it's amazing that you haven't given up or stopped and you've found so many things and that you've actually learned them and you're able to share them right now. Speaking of, what is number four? Because I'm just <laughs> loving every single one of these. Brilliant. Number four was the content creation. Number five, carrying on, was YouTube. Again, another one that I'm not too clear for myself, but I have a couple of friends that have. YouTube is an interesting one. So it's going to take you time to find a niche, find something that you want to be documenting or providing value about. It's going to take you time to and money to invest in the right equipment, to send editing videos, learning how to edit your videos, and just finding what people are genuinely going to be interested in. Um, but once you've found that, if you have something you want to be sharing with the world, just put it on YouTube. Like, it doesn't even matter if you're not ready. Put it on YouTube and just keep it consistent. After you've grown, I believe the figures are 1,000 subscribers and there's a certain number of constant viewers that you need on each video. That's when they'll start offering you ads. And this is a great, almost passive income because you are making your videos, you're putting them out, and then once they're out there and you have a consistent viewing, you're getting paid automatically by ad accounts that come onto your channel. So it is a great idea, but it could take some time building up in the beginning. And I kind of like it just for the simple fact that it's like a home video outlet, so you can always go back and watch your life. <laughs> Good. It's like it's documenting a diary. It's really cool, or a journal. And you don't have a YouTube channel yet? I do not. No. I was considering starting one when I began traveling, and instead I just decided to go my Instagram because I, it was more connecting that way. I was connecting with people a lot more than just making videos of myself. So I went down the Instagram route personally. Yeah, I am the same way. I um, And if you hear a lot of noise, the trash man, which so grateful for their service, is outside the RV uh, taking care of that. So apologize for any background noise you, our listeners, hear. Um, but I am obsessed with Instagram. I love that it's not only a visual documentation you can add video, but and you can and you do have that diary atmosphere as well. Every time I try, I, I record things for YouTube and I save them, but then the editing time is just unreal. But it is worth the time and energy I think it takes to do it, um, and it does take time to get to that money point. I've the research I've done has taught me that, but it's worth it. Uh, and I really hope to see some videos of yours coming out before too long <laughs> for sure yeah it is a great um, opportunity if you're a creative person and you're that kind of person that just loves getting hands on and making stuff and documenting things and yeah it is perfect what have you ever dealt with um, because I know a lot of people who like us have thought about doing it but talk themselves out of it what would you tell somebody when they bring up the reality of trolls or have you ever experienced negative comments uh, yeah, I think everyone does. I definitely reached a point where I just don't care. <laughs> like, if ever I receive something like that, I don't even spend energy on it. Now, this is quite a big thing to say because I know a lot of people are very sensitive and feel personally, like, personally hurt by other people's words. And it's completely fair enough. Like, it sucks that other people are out there with the time that they are putting into destroying someone else. Now, that's, that really sucks. So instead I view it that way, I'm just more sorry for these people that have the time to spread negativity. Like, it totally sucks. But all I do, if I see something negative, I don't even read it fully. I don't even spend energy to ponder on it. I just delete it. And then it's gone. And it's their loss, you know. They're the ones that have wasted time and energy doing something that makes them feel rubbish. That makes them feel worse because they're saying bad things to someone else. But 
just believe it, man. You, you're so much better than that. You're so much stronger than that. You know what you're doing, what your mission is. So hope that makes you happy and don't give energy to anything else. <laughs> I, I love every bit of that, and I agree. I like that you said that you delete it. Sometimes I'm, I wonder if it's a negative or bad thing to delete a negative comment because I'm like, well, is that me pretending like it didn't exist or someone didn't have that mean thing to say? Would that grow me? But really, I always am glad when I decide to delete things like that because if I unexpectedly come across it again, it does take me back to that place. Even if it doesn't bother me long term, it just it is negative energy, and you can absorb that. And not only can you do it, if I watch a YouTube video and if I go to the comments and someone was, you know, being a troll for just a rude, pointless reason, that is also negative energy that I have now absorbed, even if I don't believe or agree with them at all. Exactly that. I mean, there is a difference when you say about growth between um, constructive criticism and then people just being plain mean. So if someone put a comment where it could be a little negative, but you know, it's something for me to learn from or like it's an idea that I can grow from, then maybe I would leave that up for sure. But there's a big difference with those trolls which has few things out of meanness. <laughs> I know, and and I also feel bad for them. So we just. I pray for those people because yeah, um, exactly that. they're obviously going through something. Exactly that. All we can do is send them light, hope they do better, and we'll stick and move on with what we're doing. <laughs> Agreed. So, going on now into, I, I think, but the passive income idea. So, this is where you're changing your mindset, the one we conditioned from birth, that we need to trade our time for an hourly rate, trading time for money. This is where the future comes in, entrepreneurial mindset, and wealth comes in. And it's when you build a passive income, where money is working for you because of the effort you put in in the beginning, the setting up you put in in the beginning. So number six on the list, I have three of these. We've got build a website. Now, there's a lot. You could build a website about and a lot of ways to monetize it. So I would recommend choosing a niche that you, or niche, the different accent color, that you know about and love and build a website showcasing really awesome information about it. So maybe you're obsessed with video games or you love gardening or you're a pole dancer, like anything that you love and have a passion for. Apply the techniques we mentioned earlier about finding a niche, something to make you stand out and be a little bit different. And you can buy your own domain, you buy a web hosting, you can use websites like Squarespace or Wix.com and build a website on these sites. Then you need to drive traffic. So this is the harder part. You need to start studying SEO. This is search engine optimization and build a good viewing. So the amount of followers of people that are coming to see your website. Using SEO in this case, it's just to get your niche, your little thing that stands out on your website at the top of the Google search list sort of thing. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it could take time in the beginning, especially if it's brand new, but there is an abundant number of training and videos on YouTube and Google on how to do this. So it is a great passive income for the future because once that is all built, once you've done your SEO, you've got your domain, You've got great content on your website. You can make awesome money off of this. So you would get advertisers come and put adverts on your website. And it's super easy money for you. You can charge whatever you want. Charge the advertisers whatever you want. And you can include affiliate links as well to monetize. So it is a great passive income once you've got it built up and growing. And you could also focus this around your passion. It could be travel. It could be travel blogging, van life blogging, building that viewing up and then getting some advertisements on there from paid advertisers. Great passive income. It's just that it could take time and money to build it in the beginning. Have you currently, I mean, have you actually done this yourself? Not me. So my partner does. Yeah. Um, say that again, what'd you say? Not me, but my partner does. Oh, your partner does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and at the end or now, you can totally share whatever website you want to uh, get people to go check out. But have you thought about building a website? Because I know um, uh, the, st- the little bit of stalking I've done on your Instagram, I know that 
you are very organized and you have um <laughs> everyone you're in your highlights, you know, you can we can go and see uh these these techniques and ways that you've implemented them as well as all the other information you share. But I have tried Wix. I know Wix is free. Um there's a paid version. But I do like Wix, but I found that long term, um, it didn't seem to be the best quality. Maybe I did it wrong. <laughs> but no, no, I think you're making a really good point. It's not for everyone. It's definitely not what I would recommend is the best way to go about online income. Okay. And it's interesting. If you, what, okay, so you definitely have something that I would say is website worthy. Um, because everything you're saying, so many people, everyone that has a passion for the nomad lifestyle, we need to know these things. And it's definitely something you kind of need to go back and forth with to find which one is best for you. So how would we find this again after today? How would we find this presentation again after today? No, well, yes, there's this podcast episode that everyone can always come back and listen to. But where can the listeners go to go back to you and see all this stuff in one place, if that makes sense? Brilliant. You can just find me on Instagram. I'm always around to help anyone out on any walk of life, on any part of your journey. Mm. Everything that you want to see is on my Instagram account. Everything, like you said, I love structure. I love it. It's all in my highlights. I have my link to which will take you to anything that you want to see as well. And you can just message me, like, whenever you want, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to know, like, I'm always here for helping out. Well, you are so sweet. And that's true. Um, And your Instagram is Phoebe's underscore footsteps. That's right. Phoebe's footsteps.com. It's also on my website. <laughs> okay. And, oh, yes. And what is Linktree? Because uh, I forgot about that. That is what I went to. And it it's like a website, isn't it? It's kind of like a landing page website. Yeah. Especially if you have, like, a business of your own and you've got several things that you – or several resources that you want to share with somebody, it's a good place to just put it all in one spot and people can – Click on the link to your link tree and see nice and clear and laid out what it is that you offer or what it is that you can help with and they can choose their own piece of information that they want to do. Is that one free? It is, yeah. Okay, well I might personally have to check that out. But yes, so I would recommend anyone who wants to dive deeper into this after this episode today um, to go to her Instagram, Phoebe's underscore footsteps, P-H-O-E-B-E-S underscore footsteps spelled the normal way or in her bio is that link and it is worth checking out all right sorry to distract us i know i wanted to know that so I'm no going you're all it. good yeah it's a great a great spot to go to just to start out and see what you could actually start with and i will get on to more details about it anyways in just a minute so number seven on my list i will do a recap at the end as well so one was languages Two was teaching anything. Three was freelancing. Four was content creation. Five was YouTube. Six, ah, build a website. Seven was where we are now. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Thank you, thank you. So, you could sell your own stuff. This could be selling anything. If you like to be more hands-on and you're creative, you have your own creations. It could be like hair accessories or shoes and things. I was making mini mouse ears. Disney is quite my biggest passion. So I was making cute little mini mouse ear designs. And you can use sites like Etsy, Amazon, and eBay, Shopify, and just sell your own creations. I do have another friend who was doing this all online. He wasn't building something with his hands, but he was printing and designing t-shirts. I forget the name of that site, but do some research on things that you could create online and sell as physical items as well. So this one could be a little harder if you are on the road and you're on the move so much. So it's not something I would recommend if you're currently traveling. However, if you have a home base and you love to make things, this is a good starting point or a good way to make some extra money back at home is to make your own stuff and sell them. So the thing is that you're making what you love and you're setting your own price again. But you've got to consider your cost of materials to make whatever it is that you're doing. And you also have to worry about the shipping and the delivery as well. So 
as long as you're aware of those things and you're totally okay with that, it's a great way to make a little extra cash. However, what I'm going to go in on point number eight is something a step further than that. So, I'll keep going. Number eight. This is what I do currently and it's what I thank my lucky stars for, <laughs> for the lifestyle that I've lived in. This is affiliate marketing. So, when you find the right product to company and the advertising method, this could be the winner with remote income. So marketing is when you advertise the product and you're making commission from the sale, but without having to deal with the production and the selling and the shipping and the delivery of the product. So you're kind of the middleman of a sale. The work is a minimum, and if the product is high ticket, it just means it's expensive. You could be making in the thousands per sale. So... A common misconception about affiliate marketing is that you need a following or you need a really high yeah, base of viewers or you're harassing your friends and family on Facebook and stuff. I've definitely seen a few people doing that. A way some companies do it, and they are definitely the companies I do not recommend getting involved with. There are more genuine methods. There are more genuine companies out there that are going to teach you how to advertise to an unlimited and specific audience, or we call them demographics. And these are people that are already interested in the product you're offering. So of course you're seeing a much higher success rate if you are advertising an expensive product out to specific audiences that's unlimited and they're already interested. Like that's a huge difference to just putting I'll look at this amazing milkshake on my Instagram story and just letting my few thousand followers see it, you know? So if, like, influencing and affiliate marketing is something you've been wanting to get involved with, I seriously recommend getting involved with a high-ticket company and product and one that's going to teach you how to advertise successfully, not just to depend on a following, because you can start that from now. You don't need to build your following up. So your job would literally just be write an advert about the product. It includes your affiliate link in there. The advert runs while you're out living your life, doing what you want. And the person that buys through your link, you receive a chunk of that commission. That's how it works. Now, um, where do you start to get involved in that? I could point you in a lot of the directions myself. I don't want to just be the one that says, do this, do that. So do your own research as well, but I will share what I found works personally for me. Um, I'll just jump back. Something good about affiliate marketing is that you don't need qualifications. You don't need experience. You don't even need a product. And the money is unlimited in commission because it's not a set rate or anything like that. You could... Well, there is no limit on how many sales you could make in a month, you know? So let your imagination run wild, man. There's so much money you could make in a So uh, maybe like a whole fact would be that you do need to find the right genuine company with a generous compensation plan, a good payout, and it needs to be a good product that is desired, like people actually want it, you know? I did look into this one time, and tell me if it's the same thing, uh, with Amazon, because while we're traveling, we use certain products, a lot, and we have to be really choosy with what we keep in our backpacks or in our vehicles. So if I bought said portable grill and I really liked it, then I would become, I could get a link, and anytime someone clicked on my link and it took them to that on Amazon, whether they bought that or something else that same day, I would get credit for that. Exactly. That's a great example of it. The particular one I'll go into more detail about involves a lot more specific training and advertising on that. So you see how you're just kind of sharing it by word of mouth sort of thing? Yes. Well, there are also other ways that you could do it where you're pumping out advertisements to people interested. So you're not really having to do the work yourself. You know what I mean? You're not just making sales from your word of mouth, you're actually putting adverts out there. So that what you've been explained is definitely a good example of one. Yeah. I don't personally use Amazon myself, but you can absolutely try that. And like you said, it comes with being passionate and genuine about whatever product or company you're working with. So true. So on that note, the company that I'm working with 
tips for my boxes because it is a company with a focus on health and sustainability. Now that is a huge passion of mine and it's tailored to train travellers how to successfully advertise that product. And it's a global company so it can be sold anywhere in the world, which means higher country sales because anyone can buy it. And it is something that I genuinely love. It provides me with freedom. I spend a couple hours on this in the morning and then I use the rest of my days how I want. <laughs> I fill my time with things that I love, you know, and that's how we should be living. So my personal situation with affiliate marketing, like we said, working with a product you're passionate about, such an important thing. The one that I use has been selling for over 40 years. It pays me between 200 and 4,000 British pounds per sale. So maybe like 300 to 5k US dollars per sale. Crazy abundant there. And my training platform and community is full of 6,000 other travelers that are using this to fund their own lifestyles. So that particular opportunity is available to everybody listening. If it's an option that feels like the best fit for you after the eight we've spoken about, then to achieve the location freedom that you want for traveling, then you can just use my links that are around the podcast somewhere, find me on Instagram. You'll get quick by click training videos. You get unlimited mentorship and coaching from me. Like you can literally call me as much as you want. And even if you're just curious to look more into your options and see what you're really capable of, then you can find all the information about it in a little video I have. So that's also in that link sheet that you're talking about. So reach out, learn from people that have what you want, and just imagine what is out there, you know. There's such an abundance of income if you're learning from the right place. So. Well, are you interested in sharing that particular product, or would you rather people just reach out to you further to find out what it is you're speaking about? Well, it's no secret about it, but it is a good idea to go learn from the official things just because there's so much about it to learn. It's also such a fun product to learn about. So definitely go into all those links, have a look, have a research, and see if it aligns with you and what you want to get involved in. Well, I definitely will be checking it out myself as well as doing so much research. I hope no one was driving while listening to this episode which is normally I would never say that when it comes to podcasts, but you really should sit down and take notes um, or just listen to it a hundred times because you said so many amazing things and it's just incredible what you have captured. You literally covered, I think, I'm sure there's so much more. Like you said, the internet is so amazing and ever growing and it, you really can harness it to, to create something for the first time or create something that's been created a hundred times, but, feel somehow unique because we're all unique. There's no second person just like us. Exactly true. So you've got no limit. Go do your research. Find what aligns with you. There is no limit on what you could do. If you want a quick recap, we had eight ways that you could start researching today to start making a remote income for nomad lifestyles. You could get involved in languages. You could get involved teaching or tutoring. Freelancing your skills, creating content, creating a YouTube channel, getting passive income from building a website, and selling your own items, and affiliate. I am so grateful. I'm going to be sharing that as a little snippet so people can really figure out exactly what we talked about today. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Is there anywhere else uh, besides your Instagram that you want to direct people? No, you're all good. Everything Uh you need is in one place. Perfect, perfect. Now, um, just getting to know you a little more. You said that you're gonna, you just went to Argentina for a little bit. Do you have a particular destination that is on y'all's books next? Yeah, we do. It's getting so close. So we were up at the Iguazu Falls this last week, which is on the border with Brazil. It was stunning, and we've been making our way back down now. We're heading back to Buenos Aires. We'll be in Buenos Aires next week. And then we're actually leaving for England. I haven't seen my family for two years, so we're going to go spend Christmas with my family in England, just for maybe the month. And then our long-term plan, or just an idea, because we're always open to whatever opportunity comes up, but we have the idea of going to Georgia in Europe, Asia, on that border. Oh my goodness, that is sounds so beautiful. I don't know much about the, the Georgia area, but... Everywhere else I've heard about, and it's so amazing. I just spent some time in Spain a few years ago, 
and I am obsessed. I can't wait to make it back there. And that's so special. I'm big into family, and I'm so glad that you're going to get that special time with them. I bet they miss you so much. For sure. It's probably the only downside to the full-time travel lifestyle is that I just miss my brother so much. <laughs> oh, I was thinking the same thing. That is definitely the biggest con. Um, there's pros that come with it. You know, you constantly inspire them to oh, yeah. live their, their best and most authentic life. And you can they can live vicariously through your travels, but it sucks when you can't have everyone you love in one place. Exactly. Totally true. But we have the internet and FaceTiming is a thing. Oh, thank God. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, like in our call today. Exactly. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and a happy Thanksgiving coming up as well as Christmas. And I will definitely be keeping in touch with you and let you know when this will air. But I'm so grateful for you taking the time to talk with me today. I'm so grateful for you and letting me share these things with more people. More people need to be aware of what's possible. So this is a great thing you're doing. Thank you. You're welcome. I guess we will talk another time soon, I hope. For sure, yeah. All right. Well, you have a blessed day, and I thank you for everything. You too. See you soon. All right. Bye, Phoebe. Bye. One of these eight ways spoke to you. I know I'm excited to dive deeper into which one may be the best fit for me, and sometimes that means maybe you gotta try all of them, right? Because you don't know unless you've tried, and you can't really have an opinion unless you've dabbled in something to gain that opinion. All of the companies that she listed and went into, I'm gonna put a list of those in the description. I normally forget this part, but if you feel so inclined, please leave a review. I would love to read those, hear what you think, to hear what you got out of it, why you even tune in at all. Did you just find me randomly like Phoebe did? And if you have a story that you want to share, reach out to me. I always like to share what I'm listening to on my Instagram story. So if you happen to do any of that stuff, tag me so I can see who you are and just give you a thanks. Thank you for this time. And I hope you have a wonderful, dope day. It's almost Christmas. Don't know when you're listening to this, but in case you listen to it when it comes out, Merry Christmas. Peace out.